0: and ladies welcome to the junior classics hi there i'm sir bradley hassey a teller of borrowed tales join me as i share stories of courage adventure and wonder but don't take my word for it you can find out for yourself on today's junior classic what do you want cloth spread yourself and serve up all kinds of good dishes seeing is believing and i shan't believe it till I see it. Ram, ram, make money. Stick, stick, lay on. Oh my, oh my, bid the stick be still, else it will beat me to death. Greetings junior scholars. I am Sir Bradley Hassie, guardian of the written word and your guide through the junior classics. Our mission is to safeguard the classics and inspire children to a love of good reading and a real and lasting interest in Western literature and history. If this is your first time listening, thank you for joining us, and a very special thank you to my loyal listeners who tune in each and every episode, and especially my Patreon supporters who help keep the show going and growing. If you like what we are doing, creating stories for the good of your kids, consider supporting me on Patreon. You can also write me a letter at P.O. Box 1153, Crown Point, Indiana 46308. And a special shout out to Abigail from New Jersey. Thank you for the very thoughtful letter. Abigail told me her favorite story so far is the brave little Taylor. She also likes to use lost and found words whenever she can in sentences, and she enjoys the music at the end of the show. Great job, Abigail. You have a Nordic activity book on the way. Today, we continue our series, Tales from the Norse Lands, with The Lad Who Went to the North Wind. But before we get to today's tale, Lost and Found Words! Listen carefully to these words and their meanings and try and spot them during the story. Our first word today is a safe. Notice I said a safe, not to be safe. A safe is a storage cabinet with a lock and perhaps fireproof, which could be very important because it's related to our next lost and found word, meal, M-E-A-L, not a meal you would eat, but plant seeds that have been crushed to make flour. And grain dust is extremely flammable. So perhaps that's why you'd wanna have a fireproof safe to prevent your house from burning down. Our third word today is haste. Haste means to hurry, to move urgently, or to rush. There's a saying that I really like that that says, haste makes waste. When you rush things, you tend to not do it very well. Our fourth word today is a ducat. A ducat is a gold or silver coin that was used to trade in Europe from the late Middle Ages until less than 100 years ago. And "ducat" means Duke's coin. Our last word is not really a word. It's an expression, lay on. Lay on means to apply with force, to strike, or to act with vigor. In our story today, our main character is going to receive a stick that when he says the magic words, it will lay on somebody. It'll basically beat someone for him. So, I thought that'd be important for you to know. Now, on to the show! Today, I'd like to talk about the translator of today's tale, Sir George Webb Desant, And he's mostly remembered as a translator of folk tales. De was born May 22, 1817, on St. Vincent Island in the West Indies. The West Indies are also known as the Caribbean, and St. Vincent Island is our geography highlight this episode, so go try and find it on a map and see what you can learn about it yourself. After schooling in England, he moved to Sweden. There he met Jacob Grimm of the Brothers Grimm. We read several other stories back in Season 1. And after meeting Jacob Grimm, he became interested in Scandinavian literature and mythology. He then moved back to England and was appointed Professor of English Literature and Modern History. And as a professor, he translated Popular Tales from the Norse by P. C. Asborsian, which if you listen to any of our previous tales in this series, you've heard that name a lot, because that's where all our tales have come from, and Sir George Webb Desant translated these tales into English. And one more actually a couple more interesting facts he was knighted in england and denmark how cool is that to be a knight in two different nations and one more fun fact for my fellow lord of the rings fans jrr tolkien cites Desant's story soria moria castle as a possible name source for the Mines of moria which i thought was just interesting that we have tolkien in his story he met PC as Borsian, translated his tales, and met one of the Grimm's brothers, which started him on his uh, professional journey. So, I hope you find that interesting, and let's get to the story. The Lad Who Went to the North Wind by Sir George Webb Bessant. Once upon a time, there was an old widow who had one son, and she was poorly and weak. Her son had to go up into the safe to fetch a meal for cooking. But when he got outside the safe and was just going down the steps, there came the north wind, puffing and blowing, caught up the meal and so away with it through the air. Then the lad went back into the safe for more. But when he came out again on the steps if the north wind didn't come again and carry off the meal with a puff. And more than that, he did so the third time. At this the lad got very angry, and as he thought it hard that the north wind should behave so, he thought he'd just look him up and ask him to give up his meal. So off he went, but the way was long, and he walked and walked, but at last he came to the North Wind's house. Good day, said the lad, and thank you for coming to see us yesterday. Good day, answered the North Wind, for his voice was loud and gruff. And thanks for coming to see me. What do you want? Oh, I only wish to ask you to be so good as to let me have back that meal you took from me on the safe steps, for we haven't much to live on. And if you're going to go on snapping up the morsel we have, there'll be nothing for it but to starve. I haven't got your meal. But if you are in such a need, I'll give you a cloth, which will get you everything you want. If you only say cloth, spread yourself, and serve up all kinds of good dishes. With this, the lad was well content. But, as the way was so long, he couldn't get home in one day. He stopped at an inn, on the way. And when they were going to sit down to supper, he laid the cloth on a table which stood in the corner and said, Cloth, spread yourself, and serve up all kinds of good dishes. He had scarce said so, before the cloth did as it was bid. And all who stood by thought it a fine thing, but most of all, the landlady. So when all were fast asleep at the dead of night, she took the lad's cloth and put another in its stead, just like the one he had got from the north wind, but which couldn't so much as serve up a bit of dry bread. So when the lad awoke, he took his cloth and went off with it, and that day he got home to his mother. Now, said the lad, I've been to the north wind's house, and a good fellow he is, for he gave me this cloth, and when I only say to it, "'Cloth, spread yourself, "'and serve up all kinds of good dishes. "'I get any sort of food I please.' All very true, I dare say, "'but seeing is believing, "'and I shan't believe it till I see it,' "'said his mother. "'So the lad made haste, "'drew out a table, "'and laid the cloth on it, "'and said, "'Cloth, spread yourself, "'and serve up all kinds of good dishes, "'but never a bit of dry bread,' did the cloth serve. Well, there's no help for it but to go to the North Wind again. And away he went. So late in the afternoon he came to where the North Wind lived. Good evening. Good evening. I want my rights for that meal of ours which you took, for, as for that cloth I got, it isn't worth a penny. I've got no meal, but yonder you have a ram which coins nothing but golden ducats. As soon as you say to it, Ram, Ram, make money. So the lad thought this a fine thing, but as it was too far to get home that day, he stopped for the night at the same inn where he had slept before. Before he called for anything, he tried the truth of what the North Wind had said of the Ram and found it all right. But when the landlord saw that, he thought it was a famous Ram. And when the lad had fallen asleep he took another which couldn't coin gold ducats and changed the two next morning off went the lad and when he got home to his mother he said after all the north wind is a jolly fellow for now he has given me a ram which can coin golden ducats if i only say ram ram make money oh very true i dare say but I shan't believe any such stuff until I see the Ducat's made," said his mother. Ram, ram, make money, said the lad, but the ram made no money. So the lad went back again to the north wind and blew him up and said the ram was worth nothing and he must have his rights for the meal. Well, I've nothing else to give you but that old stick in the corner yonder. But it's a stick of the kind, that if you say, stick, stick, lay on, it lays on till you say, stick, stick, now stop. So, as the way was long, the lad turned in this night too, to the landlord. But as he could pretty well guess how things stood as to the cloth and ram, he lay down at once on the bench and began to snore, as if he were asleep. Now the landlord, who easily saw that the stick must be worth something, hunted up one which was just like it. And when he heard the lad snore, he was going to change the two, but just as the landlord was about to take it, the lad bawled out, stick, stick, lay on. So the stick began to beat the landlord till he jumped over chairs and tables and benches and yelled and roared, oh my, oh my. Bid the stick be still, else it will beat me to death, and you shall have back your cloth and your ram." When the lad thought the landlord had had enough, he said, "'Stick! Stick! Now stop!' Then he took the cloth and put it into his pocket, and went home with his stick in his hand, leading the ram by a cord round its horns, and so he got his rights for the meal he had lost. All right, well, I hope you guys enjoyed that story, and it seems like we're dealing with a theme we've dealt with before, which is stealing, taking things that don't belong to you. Now, I just found it interesting that early in the story, they say the landlady stole from the lad, and then later it changes to the landlord. So whether it was a husband and wife working together or The author just made a mistake, I'm not sure, but it doesn't really matter. But what do you guys think? Do you think that the landlord deserved to get beaten by that stick at the end after he stole twice and tried to steal a third time from the lad? And we can compare that with the North Wind. Now, the North Wind, I'm not sure if he actually stole the meal from the lad. You know, he's the wind. He's probably just coming by and blew the meal away um but when the lad went out to see him and ask the north wind to make it right the north wind every time tried to make it right with the lad compared to the landlord who just kept stealing his stuff so think about it did the landlord deserve a severe beating Anywho, I have exactly one Nordic coloring and activity book left. So the next person that writes me a letter is going to get that. And that is all for this week. Until next time, I am Sir Bradley. Be brave, be loyal, and speak the truth. Now for you parents out there, I want you to understand why we are doing this, what we are trying to achieve, and how you can help us. This is a rescue operation to preserve the classics and the wisdom within before it is lost forever. Our goal is to inspire children with a love of good reading by safeguarding and breathing new life into the greatest stories in history and empower you, the parents, with a resource you can trust to enrich your child's mind and spirit. We don't want these stories and the wisdom within to be forgotten so our children don't have to learn these lessons on their own. The most important thing you can do for us is to spread the message and tell others about these stories and what we are doing. If you want to donate, we would love that as well. My promise is that 100% of donations will go to building the impact and quality of the Junior Classics. If you have feedback and thoughts on how we can do things better, please send an email to Podcast at gmail.com listening to the junior classics and now some music that captures the essence of the norse lands